and R&B. 615radio.com. 24-7. I appreciate you, G. Appreciate you, man. It's a we, privilege. My guy's been putting it down. He got a real solid, strong campaign, a real powerful you, message. You feel what I'm saying? Not just music that you can listen to, but music that you can feel. Ah, uh, bro, I appreciate you, bro. You don't even understand how much that means to me, King. Uh, when I go to write music, man, you know I'm, I'm pouring out blood, sweat, and tears into it. You so can feel uh, that too. You can honestly feel that. So to have it received with that love and that energy right there, bro, that means everything, King. I appreciate that. So I want to start off first and foremost, man. Tell me a little bit about your upbringing, your childhood. You know, kind of like how you got started. Oh man. Okay. So look, man. Uh, the earliest memories I have of creating music, man. I remember being like five or six, and I would, I didn't have access to like instrumentals or nothing. But I remember uh, I had a few little rap CDs, and I think uh, I think the one I had at the time was like an early Lil Wayne CD, and I remember just playing that junk. And cutting it, I, I would cut it down just to where I could, you know, hear the beat. I, I didn't want to hear the vocals too much. I just want to hear that beat. And uh, I just began to write, you know, just songs, like tell stories. Uh, and, and then uh, I would, uh, after I would com get done composing the songs or whatever, go out to, to the living room, you know what I'm saying, get my mama to cut a show off or whatever, and, you know, perform it for her or whatever. You know, and uh, I did that for a while, man. Just uh, trying to, you know, just uh, confidence I, booster, up. Yeah, you know, and I enjoy music, man. I, I, at our, like my mom stayed, my grandma they they stay playing music at, like all the time. So I was always around music. I always had that love. Uh, but uh, so yeah, later it wasn't until probably I was like 15 that I recorded. I was probably about 14, 15. Recorded my first song. And uh, it was a little diss track to, to a cat because my early style, it was it was funny because a lot of my friends, they said that I sounded like a, a young Cassidy would be like, you know, who who they would compare me to early in my I can see that though, like your style do kind of fit like a, almost like a battle, like that battle type style. <laughs> yeah, I can yeah. That. I can see that. <laughs> and, you know, so I, I, my first track, man, was a little diss track or whatever. Uh, funny enough, and then I made like I even put it on a CD. I remember passing around actually Antioch High School uh, or whatever my, that, when I was going there my freshman year. And uh, so yeah, man, uh, kind of fast forward from that, kind of got into just making just fun music. You know, I was just making the, the music I would make in the beginning would just be fun stuff. Just you know, uh, really would rap about a lot of stuff that I really wasn't living. You know what I'm saying? Just would sound it cool. You know what I'm saying? I would say you know just forming bars together that you know trying to get reactions. You know, like wow, you know, oohs and eyes and you know, that type of thing, but it wasn't until uh, I was like 18, I got incarcerated uh, for, I went like, I went on the run, man. I, I basically uh, was on probation for, you know, marijuana or whatnot, but I couldn't stop smoking or whatever at the time. So uh, basically went on the run 
and uh, ended up getting caught. Decided I was gonna flatten, flatten my sentence, and end up doing like eight and a half months or whatever out in, uh, you know, what I'm saying a little a little place out in Mer uh, Rutherford County, uh, the workhouse or whatever. You know, what I'm saying it went too bad, but. A lot of community service, you know what I'm saying? It, you know, that was that, that was rough or you know, that's that sucked. But other than that, you know, it was just like like a grown camp, you know what I'm saying? A camp for grown folks. But during this but during this though, bro, uh I really I really tapped into my like a spiritual like the whole spiritual side of myself. Like I really didn't have, you know, I didn't have a lot of friends writing me or coming to visit me, you know what I'm saying? My you know, right. I, I knew I could see I was kinda, you know, beginning to be a burden to my family. So I kind of just sat back and just, you know, stayed to myself and just began to, uh, you know, pour, you know, pray and meditate and begin to write poems. And that's when this, like, this poetic side of me began to form. And I started, I would write these poems, bro, and perform it for the inmates in there. Cause mm -hmm. like, I would, I would literally, uh, cause I, you know, that it, it, it brought back that childhood thing when I perform, right. I would perform in front of my mama, you know what I'm saying? Like uh, a creative a artist, you know, we create music, uh, not just for ourselves to, you know, relieve ourselves of, you know, that, that, that build up of the creative energy inside of us, but also, you know what I'm saying, for for others. Like, we, we right, make music to, right. to be heard, you know what right. I'm saying? And so, you know, I'm writing these poems, and, you know, I was like, it's just on my spirit to start performing it for the inmates. So any opportunity I had to share with the homies, I would. And uh, so there was one of the... Um, there was one homie in there. He uh, blessed me with the name King. Uh, he, he it was an acronym that he told he told me that his his people they were uh, his parents were Black Panthers uh, and everything, and they always like instilled like a um, still like real conscious, you know what I'm saying, and and, and you know deep thinkers, and uh, they broke down the word King as an acronym as being knowledge inspiring, uh, new greatness, mm. and uh, he was like, bro, you that, bro, you're knowledge inspiring. Wait, 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 say that one more time. King, yeah, so uh, the say King, the acronym, the acronym for my name. And King, it stands for Knowledge Inspiring New Greatness. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So he was like, bro, yeah, man. So that stuck with me. I couldn't, I couldn't unforget that. You know what I'm saying? Right. When he told me that, I was like, wow, like, you know. So he's like, yeah, bro, you King, like, you know. So he started calling me King, and he kept calling me King until I started calling myself King. Mm. And I was like, you know what, bro? You know, I'm gonna run with that. You know, so you know, fast forward a little bit more, I get out. Shout out, uh, shout out to bruh, man. My boy X, man, Xavier, man. Shout out to you, bro. I hope you hear this one day. But uh, no telling where you're at in life now. But great dude. But but yeah, man. So he blessed me with that name, man. And I get out and I got all these poems that I had written while I was incarcerated. And I was like, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to try to. I want to I wanna get back to rapping. Like, I miss rapping. Like, now that I'm out, I have access to instrumentals. Let me try to get a studio situation set up. You know what I'm saying? So I, I done tapped in with some of my, my friends and uh, got blessed to be in a situation where I could record for free and get access to some beats for free or whatnot. So I just started taking advantage of that and started incorporating the poetry into the music. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, man, that's, that's, you know, from from getting out of jail uh, in, until now, you know what I'm saying? I've been, you know, just building on, you know, the, the king, the, the the name King, man, and, and really embodying being knowledge inspiring new greatness, man, and trying to make real intentional music. You know, my, my thing is the music I made, I've made since I've been out of jail and the music I'll continue to make is gonna be intentional, you know what I'm saying? Substance filled music, you know what I'm saying? I'm trying to make soul music without having to necessarily Necessarily sing, you know what I'm saying? That type of feel, you know. Yeah, man. Yeah, and then that that, that comes through, man. Like, I can think that vibe that really comes through in the music, like especially you know with the um, the new project, um, with the good, bad, and the ugly too. Like I've been sitting with that project for probably about a good week now. Like mm -hmm. I like to listen to music, like almost like I might go through a song or two a, a day. 
Like, well, I don't, I, like, I don't. You like really digest it. You yeah, take, you want to like, take it in fully. Yeah, because that's that's how because that's how I started listening to music. Like, right. You didn't have music coming out every day, so I didn't start listening to music every day. Like, right. You know what I mean? Like I'm still, like I was born in '88, so my era of music is still like the early '90s. You like that real hip hop, man? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's like when music when was you really... had to sit with music for months, mm. a year, you might have to li- wait a year or two. They weren't dropping all the time. Yeah. Project, right. You know what I mean? So like. I still listen to music like that. I could sit mm. with one song. If I really like a song, I could listen to one song for days. Mm. Like days. And then Napoleon Hill, like off this project, that Napoleon Hill, that's, that's oh, that bro. song for me. Like, Thank you. It really, I, like, sonically, it's just a very well put together song. Like, it's just not something that you hear every day. Uh, thank you, Philly. When I heard it, it wasn't one of those I just wanted to, like, go to the next one. Like, I, like it's one of those, like, I just have to keep going back to it hit and repeat every time mm. hitting the back every time like mm. that song is just a powerful song the message how it's put together sonically like um thank you bro i just want you to kind of like you know what i mean like we're gonna obviously i want to get into that project but um i just want to highlight specifically a few of those songs uh you know just tell me about the recording process of the okay. new album new project um, okay your features the producers you know what i mean just tell me a little bit about the album in general okay awesome bro well man look so Ah, thank you. First of all, bro, I just want to thank you for the for your kind words, bro, and for you know what I'm saying your love your love for the music, bro, and and for you know that support right there, bro. I appreciate that love, bro. Like that's that's why I create music, bro. Like you know for people like you, bro, that that really you know what I'm saying appreciate you know quality music and appreciate somebody you know trying to get behind the mic and tell their story. So, uh, but yeah, man, with this particular project, man, um, I, you know my early my first project was a was a short project. It was and and I, and I don't say short and I say short in the realm of compared to this uh second project but i guess nine i guess nine to ten pro nine to ten tracks on a project is like typical these days yeah. so that's what i did on the first project you know i kind of uh put myself in that little box not you know quote unquote box to try to you know conform to giving giving the world like a you know a quick little treat you know night nine tracks but on the second project i was like i wanted to i felt like there was a lot of tracks that i was you know kind of had had you know from way back that i, I felt like if, if i didn't put them out now they might get overlooked and might not ever have a chance to really see the light so i was like you know let me let me not hoard some of these songs and let me like give give the people a fuller project so i went ahead and put two you know 21 tracks together on this jump and it's like stories within stories on these particular on this track on this project because there is like um like a series of songs like that are close together uh the mvp mookie the ugo uh track on there and then also the no gas jump those particular tracks, uh, along with the hometown hero, they they like it's like a story. Like I'm I'm trying to really put on for the and try to highlight some talent, yeah. uh, some you know some heroes, some local heroes from my city. You know what I'm saying on, on those right there early in the project. And then I kind of you know want to take it a little bit deeper and start telling my own story as the album progresses. You know what I'm saying? So uh, yeah. I like that theme, like that hometown heroes kind of theme. Like you know what I mean? Like it's cool to kind you know what I mean? Like give people their flowers while they're here. And like that's that's what this program is mm. that's what this segment is mm. highlighting people right now mm. like so that's what this is we so, need you bro you know we appreciate I mean? you family like, you use your voice to highlight others i'm using this platform to highlight others oh bro thank you bro you bless bless bro you a blessing leo real talk man the culture appreciates you man we need you bro need this shit. i don't listen man i did this all man listen man I, I don't know what to do I can probably do. I do a lot of things well, but let me tell you what I love doing. I just love being around music, man. 
Man, that's what you're supposed to go. You're supposed to go after what you're passionate about, bro. I know, you know I can, it's a lot of stuff I can do well, but what I love doing mm. and what I want to do, I can't get away from music, man. Mm. And it's always been like that. It's your calling, it's your purpose, man. You art, you, art and music, that's it. You where you're supposed to be, bro. But yeah, diving in a little bit deeper, though, man. Um, so. I want to shout out a couple of the producers, bro, that blessed me, man. Uh, a couple local homies, man. Um, my brother gonna hate me that I, I'm, I, I forget his last name, but my brother Alex, man, uh, he goes by Opie. Shout out to him, man. He did uh, the intro track to the album "Ain't Nothing Sweet." Uh, that that track is one of, one of my favorite tracks on the project because uh, it was like a buzzer beater track. Uh, barely made it, bro. Like I, I uh, was in the process of uh, about to. I was on a, in my mind. I, I make these deadlines for myself, and I stay true to them, uh, regardless of you know what's going on. And I had this deadline that I was gonna put out the project, and I was like, well, whether or not I get you know this this last track back, you know what I'm saying? I'm still putting out the project, and I just so happened to get Ain't Nothing Sweet back right in time. Uh, and then when I heard it, I was like, oh yeah, like that's that's dope. It's like that's got to you know go right on the front, you know what I'm saying? So I put that on the front just as a. Um, I kind of wanted to come in with a different, like, I know a lot of people hear my music and it's like, feel maybe a lot of it's like happy or positive, you know, they might think it's like more of a, you know, positive, but I want, kind of wanted to have like a little more gritty, like, you know, it, you know, it's not as, like, it's not as sweet as you may think it is, like, ain't nothing sweet, like, don't get it twisted, like, I know that. Uh, you know, you may think that life is, uh, or or you may look at me and think that certain things may came easy, or you know, whatever the case may be. But no, like it was blood, sweat, and tears poured into this. You know what I'm saying? So right. uh, that's why I put that track on there at the beginning, just to kind of set the tone and let them know, like, you know, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Hey, it's not, you know, this ain't, this ain't, you know, this ain't what you think it is. Like I'm, I've been working for this. You know what I'm saying? So I hope you, you know, you rock with me. But um, but yeah, man. So uh, it's a bunch of it's a bunch of stories. It's just filled with. Life. A lot of stories about my life, true life stories, um, and uh, some tracks don't even have hooks on there. Like it's, it's like I didn't want to limit myself to being traditional, so I didn't want to put just like all, oh, like all oh, this, this, the you know, uh, verse, hook, verse, hook type, you know, tracks. Like some tracks just got all, just all bars. You know what I'm saying? Or some tracks are real short. You know what I'm saying? And maybe just a, you know, just a quick verse. You know what I'm saying? Or, you know, so I, I just want to give a variety of uh, different sounds. You know what I'm saying? But still, you know, tell a bunch of stories. So it's just a big man. It's just like one big audio book. You know what I mean? So you know, just telling my life and the and the, and the stories of those who've inspired me. You know, ultimately. I got you. Mm -hmm. So what uh, what other producers do you have? On there? Oh yeah, man. Shout out my boy um, Dave Damage, man. He's he's fire too. He produced uh, several tracks on the album. He produced uh, the Burning Bush joint. He produced uh, Concrete Rose. He, uh, the MVP Mookie, the Ugo, uh, the No Gas. He produced all of them joints, man. He fire, super fire producer. Uh, and then also uh, Black Metaphor, you know, he produced a couple tracks on there. And then I just had some like, you know, random producers that I had, you know, connected with uh, online that just, you know, well, uh, was was fortunate enough to bless me with a few other tracks on there. Yeah, man, listen, uh, Black Metaphor may uh, produced that track, my favorite. Uh, yeah, Black Metaphor produced the Napoleon Hill and yeah. the Forrest Gump, bro. He's bro, my he's, two favorite, ironically. <laughs> Yeah, man, it, had some, it was really something special with those two, bro. Uh, shout out to the, the the gentleman who recorded those two tracks too, man. Uh, a good friend of mine, Charles Howard, uh, Charles Platinum Howard. He uh, got a crazy studio set up, man. You know, really blessed me off the strength uh, to record those two tracks there, uh, just because he saw the potential in it, and you know, he's a fan of Black Metaphor as well, and really wanted to, you know, help make that happen. So, What's the name of the studio? 
uh, platinum platinum studio. It's like an in-house studio, man. It's own little in-house jump, but it's I mean set up proper. I mean super nice, like in-house. This ain't your this ain't your regular degular. This is like some bros put put his you know put his money where his mouth is on this right here. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, he uh. He's passionate, man, and I, I love that's that's the thing, man. I was blessed to be around a lot of passionate people uh, when uh, when when going through the process process of creating this this last project, man, and the project previous to that. Uh, just you know, I'm just trying to keep passionate people around me, man. That's how I stay inspired. You know what I mean? So yeah, shout out to all the producers, man. Dave Damage, Opie, Black to, Metaphor. I need to get with some of your producers, man. I put you know me and a couple of my guys, we put together a real cool uh, producer uh, showcase event, uh, producer event called the Beat Mark. Okay. But we have producers come out and showcase their beats for yeah. artists and Dave artists. Damage does those all he does stuff like he yeah. We had quite a few of them, but you know like uh, I see you right there. Okay. Dope. We, we you know what I'm saying we done had yeah. quite a few of them, but uh you okay. know I think I think I was about time to put together another one especially yeah. once we come out of this whole. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get some of my guys to come out there yeah. for real, man. I can't I can't promise I can get Black to come from Atlanta or nothing, man. I wish you know what I'm saying I wish I had I had a, you know we was cool t- real tight like that, but the other homies I know I can get them to. Pull up, man, with some heat for you, for sure, for sure. So, yeah, just keep me posting on that, family, you know. So, tell me about, i seen that, you know, you nominated, uh, the project was actually nominated for a few different SEA awards. Oh, bro, that was a blessing, bro. That caught me off guard. Not, not to say I'm not expecting, you know, great things to come, but it's just, I honestly, you know, I, I wasn't really, you know, in it. When the nominations came, I wasn't I wasn't even fully uh, I had really just got out here on the scene, so I'm, it was sad to say I wasn't even really full up on you know the SEA at the time. You know uh, I, I really was kind of sleeping on you know what they were doing and, and really though all the award things going on, I was kind of just focused on making music. You know what I'm saying? And when I finally you know put the music out there and, and you know uh, started getting you know some great feedback, and then these the nominations came for I, I got I, I believe it was an album of the year, album of the year and then uh, yeah mixtape yeah. spoken word artist of the year. It's blessings, bro. Blessings, bro. Just out here, man. Yeah, that that, man. that that spoken word artist of the year kind of kind of caught me off guard too. Was the, I think it was the first time they they started doing that. I think it's what they said, but but that was just me out here just doing poetry, man. Before I even started getting out here, really, um, you know, performing my my raps and my my music, uh, I was out here doing poetry. You know, what I'm saying just getting comfortable. Uh, you know, being in front of the being in front of an audience. You know, really uh, being comfortable. You know, projecting my voice and trying to you know create uh, perfect my stage presence. You know, just kind of work on that you know so uh it wasn't probably until about uh, maybe about half a year ago maybe maybe five six months ago that i actually started you know getting out and performing music you know what i'm saying but prior to that it was just all poetry man so yeah all them awards but that was just a blessing man i just i just love to create music man i'm thankful that you know it's being received with that kind of love man yeah that's beautiful that's beautiful that's definitely cool man that's real cool i was uh you know i was definitely like i said i was man the project was to me um, it was moving, man. The whole, just the whole project as a whole, you know what I mean. But it was a few songs that definitely stuck out to me personally. But it was definitely uh, a project worthy. Well, uh, so thank you for let's take a break. Tell everybody where they can uh, get the project. At. Oh, thank you, thank you. So yeah, it's streaming everywhere, man. Wherever y'all stream music, uh, you can go and check that out. Uh, I mean, if you if you don't even use a streaming platform, you can go to YouTube and just type in k the MC. And uh, yeah, it'll pull up some visuals, you know what I'm saying? Plenty of visuals, but also it'll pull up that project for you right there where you can stream it for free. Or you can go to, like I said, Tidal, Spotify, Apple. It's all there. And Napoleon Hill uh, got a nice video, too. 
I appreciate that, man. I was blessed, man. I was blessed. My my buddy, a uh, friend of mine, man, close friend, be shooting, man. Shout out to him. Uh, he actually uh, did this video for me off the strength, man. I was uh, he knew that I was going through a tough time, you know what I'm saying, and couldn't really afford. I wasn't. I didn't have the financial means to go and get a, make a video happen myself. So, excuse me. He basically, uh, you know, hit me up and was like, family, like he listened to the project and he was like, family, this particular song really touched me. You know what I'm saying? And me and him had worked together. He had shot some videos uh, for me previously on the, the Good, the Bad, the Ugly One. And, you know, he uh, he was like trying to get back to it. So when he wasn't going to let me, my lack of financial, you know, resources keep us from creating, bro. So he was like, bro, we're going to get to it. Don't worry about the money. You know what I'm saying? Just I'm going I'm to I'm take care. You know, I'm going to shoot it, bro. I got you. So, you know saying we linked you know what i'm saying it, it was completely improvised he had a couple uh random locations one of the locations being a, a band of funeral home uh we actually was there at nighttime too so it's crazy the lighting uh that we used was actually light off my cell phone uh so we was in them uh, it was like, like like i said practically pitch black dark except for the little area we was in with, with the phone coming off uh, or the light coming off my phone you know what i'm saying trying to keep a little lighting for the for the so we could capture the you know what i'm saying the visual or whatever but uh but yeah man just improvising and you know what i'm saying being real creative bro we was able to come up with that product man that napoleon hill visual and uh, i'm truly thankful man to have had my, my partner be shooting like i said shoot that for me man and edit it but he went crazy on those edits that really uh, put it over the top i feel like was was the edit edits that he did on that jump yeah. tell me about um so like your i guess you could say like your recording process as mm -hmm. far as the project went like how long does it take you to record it so the recording process is the e is the easy process for me uh because I, I i rehearse i do a lot of rehearsing project into the studio you know what I'm saying? I, I I really like, I prefer if I have, you know what I'm saying, my, my bars for the particular songs or whatever I'm going to record, I, I prefer to have it memorized prior to going to the studio. That way when I record it, like the flow is more natural and doesn't sound like I'm reading it or anything like that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I try to, uh, you know, put those hours in before I get to the studio. That way when I'm at the studio and I go to record, you know what I'm saying, in the, in the event that I'm having to, you know, pay for studio time, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to get the most for my money. So I want to make sure I can go in and execute, you know what I'm saying, quickly. So, you know, I go in there, man, and, you know, two, three takes, depending, you know what I'm saying, sometimes one take, sometimes five takes, you know what I'm saying, it just depends on the energy, you know what I'm saying, and what's going on, but... Uh, for a couple of those tracks The ones with Dave Damage Man we did something Real special He actually Made a lot of those beats Right there on the spot Like on, on Right there like, on, like Right there from scratch Like in front of me Like he heard the bars And he went in And you know what I'm saying He heard the reference beat That I had You know what I'm saying Wrote to some of these tracks And he was like You know what I can make something You know what I'm saying More special for you Tailor made for you You know what I'm saying He did it right there On the spot For like All the, all the ones he made for me So so yeah It was crazy The whole experience man Of just uh, You know uh Going in and, and seeing him create from scratch, that was that was it was it was it was incredible. But yeah, man, the, the recording process, man, is is you know real. Like I said, I try to I try to go in and execute, bro. So it don't it don't take it don't take us too long to get those songs knocked out. Okay. Yeah. Right, the writing bro. process, though, boy, that's a whole different story now. <laughs> yeah, man, the writing process, real spiritual, hours and hours on end, man, of uh, just meditation. And, uh, you know, me just listening, like I said, me really kind of uh, sitting back and really trying to, you know, deep with a lot of deep thinking and like, you know, and but like I said, I'm just praying, man, as I'm writing and, you know, just asking God to pour me, give me the words, man, that can really, you know, touch his people, man. So, uh, you know, I don't stop, man. I, I, I do that for like hours and hours until, 
you know what I'm saying, until I get done. Like, I won't sleep, I won't eat, I won't stray away from, you know, writing, bro. Just as long as I got battery on my phone, you know what I'm saying, uh, and I can keep my phone because I'm, I'm, I'm writing on, you know what I'm saying, on my notepad, on my phone while I'm listening to music. And, you know what I'm saying? Thank God for technology, you know what I'm saying? So I'm doing, doing all that, man, and just trying to really, you know what I'm saying, you know, close my eyes and get away, man, and just, you know, paint pictures, man, with these words. Let me ask you this: Is there any producers that you would like to work with that you haven't already? Oh man! So look, man, I love. I'm like you, family. I love our city. So it's like some. It's some talent in our city that I'm. You know, I'm. You know, it's a lot of great producers out there. You know, Justice League or Ninth Wonder. That yeah, sure, I would love to. You know, what I'm saying potentially work with them one day. But I'm. 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 I would love to work with like Chino Dollars, man. And you know, what I'm saying your boy Chino, he's real nice. Uh, and then, so nice. Uh, and then also, you know, what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, bro, cause my boy Stan, Stan is a a, 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 a great friend of mine. I see, I've been seeing what him and Chino been doing, and going shout crazy. Out to Chino, shout out to my dog Chino. Yeah. That's Chino on yeah. the intro. Yeah, man, he's real nice, man. I'm definitely trying to work with him and uh, you know Brass Fingers and uh, uh, there was another. Uh, I heard of Brass Fingers. Yeah, he's nice. He's nice. Uh, who, there was another producer uh, out here that I was trying to work with. It was real nice. Um, can't seem to put my, I can't even seem to think of what his name is right now. Oh, well, I load me up IV. I mean, you know, oh, yeah, obviously, I, take Keith, you know what I'm saying? That would be, that would be, you know, fire. And I know those, yeah, shout out to the homies. They doing big things. But I mean, really, you know, I'm, I'm open and I would love to just work with, you know, more passionate, you know what I'm saying? My, you know, my, I'm always looking to work with more, you know, producers and everything. And I actually got something special going on. Uh, right now, man, where I'm, I'm working on a little EP with Black Metaphor. It's gonna be all exclusive, like all all Black Metaphor on this on this one. And I actually already lo I locked in the four. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Four Eyes. He used to be signed to DTP. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And rapper Ludacris. I actually got that. I got that feature already for this project secured. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna go to the A to record this uh, this project, man. I'm, I'm gonna capture it on footage. Get my camera guy to go. Gonna see me in black in there cooking. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, that's coming up, man. That's gonna be in the next, you know, the next few months. You know what I'm saying? I'm still in the early stages of that. You know, I got, I'm going through, you know, kind of looking through his comp. He sent me a bunch of folders of compositions. Boy, you got some heat. And I'm just kind of going through those right now, trying to choose the the ones I want to use, man. Hey, listen, we're getting exclusives, man. Oh uh, yeah, bro. Oh, you know, bro. Come on, you oh, getting all this? A, a black metaphor EP. Come on, bro. I'm not even look, bro. I'm listen. I'm not even. I'm not even gonna play with y'all. As soon as, like I said, when I, I, I might even shoot y'all. Before it's even mixing master, just to let you get a little ear candy, you feel me? Like, you know, we're gonna do it like that, cause it's the love that y'all giving me, man. That's what I do. Yeah, that's man. That's what I do. So I, I love. Got, I got a Dropbox full of records <laughs> before they release. Man, I'ma look, bro. If I'ma leak it to somebody, man, I'ma I'm leak, I'm leak it right here, man, for I'm the culture, bro. Little, you know, culture guy. forward. You know how we doing, man. I done had some. I done had some. I ain't gonna lie. I done had some. Some. Some bigger records sent to my phone too before nah, they would drop it. I'm I, sure, man. I'm sure, bro. I'm sure, man. bro. But yeah, first thing we're gonna do, we're gonna play this game called Dream Team. Okay. So. You're a record executive. Mm -hmm. You got an unlimited budget. Okay. You're making one single. So I want you to tell me one rapper, one singer, and one producer that you're going to get to make this record. Mm. Tell me who is your dream team. Okay. So, producer. That's a, okay, let me see, man. I'm a, you know what, bro? I, 
I'm gonna I'm gonna stay with Black Metaphor on this one. I like I I feel like we can create some magic with, and and for my dream team as far as the one rapper, I'm gonna have to go J Cole with it. I'm gonna have to go J Cole. I wasn't gonna say Kendrick, but I I, I really. I connect more with J. Cole just on some like <laughs> we both biracial. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? If, like my, my, we got we've got a lot like close, like inner, you know say like a lot more a lot of con- a lot in common, man. Plus the style is crazy, like a big fan of him. So J. Cole would be the the rapper. The singer, bro, I might <laughs> see so I'm not sure what you you know exactly as far as like what kind of singers? Cause I, I might, I might slip in and in in say Roddy Rich, get, cause he can see, you know, he do that singing rap and stuff. So, but I know you probably might be referring to R and B, and if you are, I would say, like probably like a man, J Cole, and then who would I want on on the singing? I'd probably say like Sanfa or something like that. I'm not sure if you're familiar with Sanfa, man, but mm-hmm. yeah, he's real nice, man. He's, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think he's from the UK. Uh, yeah, he's re- yeah, bro. He's real, real nice, bro. He's a big deal. And then uh, yeah, so p- produced by Black Metaphor, man. Maybe uh, have a little sample on there. Uh, and then uh, with J Cole on there, bro. That that'd be nuts. That'd be something that would really, really touch the world, man. Shake it up, especially depending on you know how where we took it, as, you know, topic wise. Yeah. Okay. I'm play another game real quick. Oh uh, yeah, I'm man. Game. I'm with that. This one right here is called Joyride. Okay. So you you get to pick basically any vehicle, any car, mm-hmm. regardless of money. You know what I mean? Regardless of money, regardless of finances. Not even a, not even a. Uh, uh, I need a Marauder. Uh, I think it's called a Marauder. Marauder. Yeah, Marauder. I think it's M I R A D E R. I think it's how you spell it. But it's like, bro, it's like military grade. You know what I'm saying? It's like an SUV. It's almost like a between a. It's like a cross between a, t- a tank and an SUV. You know what I'm saying? Like a big boy. Like I think it's seat about eight, maybe ten. You can get it bulletproof. You know what I'm saying? Got the uh, can, you know, going to snow and all you know, super off road, on road. Yeah, all terrain. It's crazy, real crazy drunk, uh, John, right there. I, I've seen seen those uh, never in real life, but seen seen a picture uh, of those like I, I seen a, my first picture of that probably like two or three years ago. And I told myself like one day, man, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and give me one of these just all black. You know what I'm saying? Real crazy. But yeah, that that probably be it, man. I'm I'm not, you know, Bugatti or Bentley, like all oh, that's cool, but nah, this this right here, man, this is something like if, you know, if the world is headed to an apocalyptic time, you know what I'm saying? I'm gonna have a car that can, you know what I'm saying? Function. <laughs> Function, bro. Right. You feel me? But nah, man, this right. yeah, it's definitely a like I said, a SUV tank kind of deal right there. That makes a lot of sense. Especially, <laughs> especially considering what's you feel me? So. How you been, man? How you been holding up? Man, right? I've man, been this whole quarantine. Ah, man, crazy. You know what I mean? Keeping my spirits up, man. Staying focused, man. Uh, really, I've been, you know, getting back to looking at my. You know, I kind of a lot. I, I think I've seen a lot of artists. You know, in, in you know, they've been creating a lot of new music, and I'm I've been getting back to that here recently. But really, when the quarantine first started, I kind of just started going back and listening to all the music I put out. And I started really thinking, I'm like, man, I haven't really, you know, I haven't taken time to really push my music. Man, I need to start researching, like, you know, the proper channels and see really, you know, what it's going to take to get my music, get more public, get more published write-ups. And, you know, how, how can I get my music on Spotify? Play, like, how can I do those things? I was, so I've been self-managing myself, you know what I'm saying? Uh, and 
so yeah, man, I, I, I discovered a few different strategies and tactics and started implementing them. And, you know, I've been seeing results, man. I've just been, you know, staying at it, though. I've been, it, it takes a lot of, you know, hours and, like I said, blood, sweat, and tears, man. It, it's, it's not easy. Uh, but I've definitely been, uh, been, been at it trying to continue to push the music that I've already put out, man. And then, and then you know, here recently... Uh, you know, decided I was going, you know, start focusing on my next my next project. And, you know, that's where this black metaphor thing kind of came about. And yeah, man, just uh, I'm excited, man. Just I'm, I'm I'm blessed, but I'm not letting none of this, you know, chaos that's in the world affect my inner peace. You know what I'm saying? I'm staying focused, man. I'm knowing all this. It's a temporary storm. You know what I'm saying? It's going to pass. You feel me? And, you know, it's just going to, you know, everything happens for a reason. I think this was meant to, you know, a lot of people is this kind of pause on the world. I think the silver lining, you know, a lot of people should see in it is kind of you know the ability to kind of focus uh some time dedicate some time to you know maybe a dream maybe you can get back to going after a dream or a talent or, or maybe it's a uh, an eye a business idea or something i mean taking advantage of this to to grow you feel me i'm trying i'm not gonna let this you know what i'm saying uh tear me down i'm, I'm, I'm gonna continue to grow definitely, and take advantage of it definitely 100 100 i know man it's been like it's been so crazy because you know, everybody kind of been locked in and, you know, doing different things. I've seen a lot of people, you know, man, taking, <laughs> really just, man, taking this time to just do a lot of goofy stuff, man. Just goofing off, doing crazy, ridiculous social media. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, I've been seeing that. Yeah. You know what I mean? i just been seeing all type of stuff. I said, man, these folks crazy, man. People come up with the funniest, the wildest <laughs> of things and the, and on that board and, on, and go out the way, not to be productive. Right. Nah, yeah, I see a, it's, I see a lot of people that fight. I mean, you know, I, I myself, I'm, I was guilty uh, for, you know, years. I felt like I was running, running for my calling, running for my dream, you know what I'm saying? And kind of looking for things to keep me, you know, entertained or distracted, you know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. you know, I feel like it's always a deeper underlining uh, reason why people don't go after it and get what they really deserve, you know what I'm saying? Or get what they, you know, go after their dreams. I think it's always like some people are afraid to be successful, you know what I'm saying? Some people are really, they afraid of what that success will bring and afraid of the change that comes with success because when you yeah. go from, when you go from, you know, having nothing. And everybody, you know what too, I realize everybody got a different idea that's of true. success. That's true, that's true too. Everybody family. have a different idea of success because what's, you know, what one considers success, one might not. Right. The next person might feel totally separate. Nah, agreed, agreed. So tell me about, so actually, man, I know, one of the very first times, well, actually, it was two two of our um, events and two of our situations. Uh, one being the loud and clear cipher. That was one of the first oh, times yeah, I ever dope. encountered you in person. Shout uh, out the bars, man. Uh, lady, man, that was crazy. Lady Montava, man, yeah, that was crazy. Man, that was crazy. We uh, we we're gonna bring the loud and clear cipher back too. We've been we've been having a lot of people ask about that. We yeah, that was dope. Had hard liquor on the show. And he, he definitely, man. <laughs> Shout out to Hard Liquor, man. We got to bring that loud and clear cypher back, nice. man. We got to, we had, actually, we had one in the stash, too, man. It just got, we had the Lost Files, man. We were trying to track down the Lost Files. <laughs> we had one with him being God body. Oh, wow. We had Bars Major on that one. Oh, wow. It was crazy. We had uh, Trap, Mr. Two Peas, man. Shout out to Two okay. Peas, man. Okay. DMG. We had, man, it was crazy, man. But anyway. Um, that and the extra the 200 man stand 
Yeah, man, that was a blessing, bro. That's that's see, shout out to y'all, man. Y'all was showing me love like real early in my stage in my stage of uh, you know, getting out here and, and performing, bro, in, in front of the public. And that was again, this is when I was in an era uh or I was in a you know, I was pretty much out here just performing spoken word and poetry. I wasn't even out here. I I was creating raps. I, I even had a album out. My first album was out at this time, but I wasn't, you know, actively performing uh, my music. I would you know, I would instead perform the poetry, the spoken word cuz that's what I was more comfortable with out the gate cuz you know as I mentioned when I was you know locked up that's what I was that was what I was doing I was used to I got real comfortable performing in front of you know uh, audiences you know with the spoken word stuff but uh, you know the, to perform the, the music I realized I had to get to conditioning you know what I'm saying I had to make sure you know what I'm saying get my my breathing right you know and uh you know if I really wanted to execute at the level that I felt my music you know was worthy of so you know what I'm saying yeah that I'm it's a blessing bro to have work with y'all bro y'all gave me you know what I'm saying you know y'all been nothing but supportive since day one bro so you know what I'm saying much love shout out to y'all bro real talk shout out to my dog CMR CMR is one CMR oh CMR is actually the one who uh, brought your name up to the rest of us. So I said, yeah, man. Yeah, CMR, bro, he, that's the homie, bro. Uh, yeah, these these guys right here, man, they doing major things for the culture in the city. I mean, if you if you actively perform, if you're an artist that's active in the city, I mean, you know these cats, man. They they out here moving. And, and like I said, bro, we need, what y'all doing, bro, is much needed in the community. I mean, without y'all, I mean, there's no hip-hop community. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are like the glue to this. So y'all, you know what I'm saying? Y'all keep doing what y'all doing, bro. And, you know, it's only going to continue to grow. Man, but you know what? And this is the thing, man. Speaking of which, kind of like, I want to kind of talk to you about like the Nashville scene mm-hmm. and kind of in general how it's changed, kind of right. how it's grown. Right. It's like, the one thing I can say, honestly, over the last, you know, two or three years, I've seen a drastic change just overall. Like, just, man, it's an abundance of talent, man. It's crazy. Like, artists, I put my city, I'll put our city up against any city, bro. Like, any city. And I'm talking about we got people in all genres, man. Like, shout out to Lido. Shout out to Star Lido. We got a chance to help put together the Hot Chicken Music Festival at the basement east a couple of years ago. Oh, yeah. And we had, um, man, we had a little bit of everything that night in that town at that show, we had a little bit of everything. We had country, we oh, had some lit. rock, we had some pop, we oh, had some rap. Lit. Man, we had a little bit of everything, man. We had some live inch bands, like it was crazy. So just, you know, Nashville itself being kind of like a melting pot for mm-hmm. music anyway. And that's kind of like, you know, what I want this platform to kind of be about highlighting Nashville culture outside of what kind of the popular, mm. or what the norm would be, you know what I mean? It's more than country music this is more than broadway right it's more than hot chicken oh that exactly bro exactly we got we got a lot more to offer down here we got we got a whole community bro of of creatives bro like you like in in addition to uh you know the rappers i think i was talking to you this before we we started the interview as far as like just the comedians man and the the actors bro just the overall talent man that's in the city is crazy but so much more than country music bro and if you if you think for one second that nashville's just country music bro that's the you begging a big man you sleeping for real you sleeping sleeping you're gonna have a rude awakening real soon because our city making moves bro yeah, you're going crazy. Nashville pop up in a lot of different ways. You're going crazy, bro. You're going... I feel like in a lot of different ways, the industry kind of be peeking its head in on Nashville, checking out what's going on. And I see a lot of major industry people moving around in Nashville a lot of times, too. They don't necessarily be promoting it and pushing it like they usually would. Right. Anything else. But if you just know what's going on, you'll be hearing such and such being in the city, such and such in the mm-hmm. city. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. 
Yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. Right, working on projects, looking at property, working on business, all type of stuff. Man, I can't wait to get back to looking at looking at properties myself. That's another side of me, man. I I don't actively you know promote uh, alongside me, you know uh, my art my you know my artistry. I kind of keep them separate, but. Even though they really, man, shout out to Nipsey, rest in peace, Nipsey. Even though he taught me that you can intertangle the two, but uh, you know I wholesale real estate, man. Mm. I've been doing that since, man, probably a year and a half. I got my LLC, you know, my company uh, Dollars for Doors LLC. Okay, uh, that's yeah. cool, man. That's and that's and that actually brings me to a point I was gonna ask you, man. I was gonna ask, you know, like what's something that you like do outside of music, or what's something that you, mm -hmm. you know, you could see yourself doing outside of music that you could be uh, successful at. So that's actually funny that you said that. And that's cool, man. That's how, hey, look, man, chemistry, that's how the synergy work, bro. When we vibing, bro, we really, you know what I'm saying? It's organic, bro, just flow like that. You know what I'm saying? We ain't got to force nothing, man. It's no script, no nothing. We just in here, man. We just in here catching the vibe. You know what I'm saying? But yeah, man, um, as far as that's concerned, man, the, what I'm doing outside of music, bro, it's just, uh, my, my family, obviously, uh, I could, you know, but as far as careers go, it would be uh, real estate, man. I enjoy, you know, wholesaling property. What I was particularly doing would, would be helping people that, uh, you know, were going through situations where they, you know, made, they couldn't, you know, they didn't have other solutions to, as far as like they couldn't save their house. They were facing foreclosure and maybe, you know, they didn't have many options, you know. So what I would do is simply present to them an option, uh, you know, to purchase their property. Uh, and you know, because I, I have my business partner, he actually, you know, was the pocket uh, behind purchasing the properties, and I would simply just negotiate a price that would work for the, you know, homeowner and work with the uh, my business partner, man, and we, you know, we work out, we get under contract and uh, get it done, and I get I get what's called a, you know, assignment fee. You know, if y'all if y'all catching game, hopefully you taking notes, man. But you get an assignment fee when you wholesale a property. And uh, yeah, man, I, I I did well, man. And until you know, uh, the tornado came, I didn't want to, you know, I kind of put my business on halt, and you know, kind of, you know, wanted to do more helping and kind of, yeah. you know, I didn't want to go out and try to, you know, predate. Nothing, nothing about what I do is predatory, so I wasn't gonna be that guy to calling people that was going through things and say, hey, you know, I know you just took a hit, but are you trying to sell your house? You know, I'm not, <laughs> I wouldn't definitely be that cat. You feel me? So I uh, kind of stepped back, man, and start focusing on the music, man, and and you know, I, I wanted to. I thought like, what are ways that I can help you know people that are in my community that's going through things? In addition to you know volunteering where I could, uh, I was like, man, I could get back to creating music, you know, to to inspire you know my people. That's so you know I'm I'm hoping that you know uh, people the the my community they'll be you know receptive man to the music I'm making and and know, and know bro like I hope they hear me and when I say this I made it for them you know what I'm saying I made it for our people man to be you know to encourage our people to keep their head up man and to you know what I'm saying know that. You know, brighter days are coming. You know what I'm saying for our city, man. We it's Nashville strong all day. You feel me? We we definitely finna rise again. You know what I mean? This this tornado hit, then the COVID hit, and you know it's we seen like we can't you know can't we can't get out the mud. You know, but but we about to you know we about to turn up, man, real soon. Our city, man. We we gonna bounce back like like crazy, bro. Okay, okay, cool. Well, actually, man, that's you know you was talking about inspiring and motivating. Now, actually, to bring me to another point, I want to ask you. You know, not only as an artist, but just, you know, as a man mm -hmm. and artist as well, you know, what continues to inspire and motivate you? Oh, man, my daughters, man. I got three little girls, man. My my wife, man, she's she's so she's so loving and caring and beautiful. And, and my daughters, man, they're, they're so beautiful. And I, I just look at them. I look at my family and uh, I'm just inspired. Uh, and then my mom, my, my brothers and sisters, you know, I, I think about 
uh, what I what I experienced growing up and the poverty that I saw up close, you know, and I and I don't want my you know my children to have to. I want to leave a, a a legacy of generational wealth, you know, for them, you know. But then also, in in doing so, I also want to set an example for others, you know. what I'm saying to 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 you know know that regardless of your upbringing or where you come from or your background or your religion or whatever it may be, your, you know, what I'm saying whatever uh, circumstances it may be, you can rise and you can succeed, you can accomplish. You know anything you put your mind to. So I'm trying to. I want. I want my life to. You know, be an example of that. So I think what inspires me is knowing that I have the ability to inspire others with what I do with my music. You know what I'm saying? That inspires me knowing that I could. You know, create a song that might touch somebody. Like you said, how you earlier, how you know that Napoleon Hill. You know, touched you. But that that meant everything to me because that's why I create the music, man. I created hoping, bro, that something I say, my story, one of my stories might resonate. You know what I'm saying? With uh, you know, with someone. You know what I'm saying? That inspires me knowing that. That's, that could potentially, you know what I'm saying, happen when I create this music. So, yeah, that, that's what inspires me. Okay. I want to switch it up for a second. Talk to me. I'm playing another game. Okay. All right, well, let me ask you this. Being being an independent artist, mm -hmm. how you feel about major record labels? They're underrated, overrated? How you feel about that? So, I feel like that they're overrated uh, in the sense that you think you, like a lot of artists, uh, Go like feel like they had like you not you're not successful. Some some base their success, uh, you know, solely off of you know the record deal offers and things like that. Like the moment they they get an offer from a record deal, they feel like they made it. You know what I mean? Uh, I feel like that. You know, in that in that sense, they're overrated. Like thinking that you need to have a record deal uh, or work with a record label to make it. You know. However, I think they're underrated in the sense of uh, distribution deals, like the value that they can offer to independent artists in the right space. Like if you, you know, don't obviously don't. I wouldn't. Me personally, I'm not signing. You know, everything over. I'm not signing on my masters. Oh, I'm not doing none of that ever. You know, what I would be looking to do if I was to ever sign a deal would be get, getting some type of distribution situation. You know, because they can definitely record labels. Is you don't sleep on the fact that they can definitely put your music in the. You know, what I'm saying, and they have the budgets. You know, what I'm saying to help. You know, put your music out there to the right platforms. However, uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't dare think that. You know, don't, as a, as an independent artist, don't don't tell yourself for one minute you have to have. Uh, you know, a record deal to be successful. Because there's plenty of my favorite artists. Man, shout out to Toby Nwigwe. Uh, he's super dope uh, independent artist. You know, out here getting it. And, and literally, I've watched him. Uh, build, you know, build his brand from, you know, what I'm saying his first tour, man, to you know, to where he is now, and it's only, you know, been, you know, a span of a couple of years, and to see the success that one can get when you when you focus, you know, independent artist focus, you you treating your craft very professionally, you know, what I'm saying you ain't slacking, you know, going all in, like yeah, be in, stay independent, man. That's where your coin, that's where you get the coins, you know, what I'm saying so, yeah, it's it's overrated, and, and you know, in in some areas, but in some instances, it's, it's underrated. That's cool, man. That's cool. So let me ask you this real quick. So you mentioned I want to take a real, real, real quick break, real quick. Okay. So you mentioned Toby. So tell me about that because I seen uh, you did the was it the you at the show? Yeah, his first tour. performance. Okay. Going Toby into that, came I through. Was it the Mercy Lounge? It was. was. It? Shout out to Delisha, man. Two hours on the cloud, man. She brought Toby through uh, to the Mercy Lounge, man. Uh, it was a little bit over a year ago, man, and uh, yeah, that was an unforgettable experience. Man, I had just found out about Toby probably two weeks prior to him announcing he was going on, on tour. Excuse me, he was going on tour, and uh, as soon as I found out about 
Because as soon as I listened to bruh's music, the first time I heard a, you know, I actually heard a song, I was like, ah, yeah, bruh, like, his content, man, very similar to mine. Like, I instantly felt connected, you know what I'm saying? Because he didn't use profanity, he didn't say the N-word, he didn't feel it was necessary to do all that in his music. And I don't I don't feel it's necessary to do that in my music either. So there was so many similarities to what him and I, as far as substance-wise was, I was just drawn to his music. So I was instantly a fan. And like I said, two weeks later, he announced that he was going on tour, and, and uh, I saw Nashville was one of the stops. You know, saw Delisha. Uh, uh, and it was with two hours in the cloud was bringing them down. I was like, you know what, man, I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna go ahead and cop my tickets. I seen that there was a chance, there was a there was a meet and greet option. I was like, no way. I have a chance. I, I was like, if I can meet him, I'm gonna spit for him. Like the hunger in me, I'm like, I'm hungry. Like if if and I I feel like if I if I had the chance to spit for him, at least let him know that I'm out here in the world creating. I exist. You feel me? Like get on his radar. You feel me? Just you know, it might we, it might open the door for some future opportunities yeah, for us to know, collaborate or something. You feel me? So I was just hungry. So I copped the ticket and I told myself instantly I was gonna go rap for him. I told my homies just so they hold me accountable. I was like, man, I'm gonna go rap for this. You know what I'm saying? I'm a rapper, Toby, bro. Like I'm, I'm, I don't care. I don't know if you know people still out here doing that kind of stuff. I know, you know, at one point in time that was a thing. You know, running up to rapper, walking up to rappers and rapping. But I didn't know if we were still in the era where people were doing that. But I didn't care. I was hungry, so I just went, man. I was, and you know what I'm saying? I stood in line. It was like, I get there. I get there early. Thinking, you know, I'm not really sure how many people are gonna be at the VIP uh, or whatever uh, or, or the meet and greet. And uh, come to find out, man, it was sold out. 300 people's there, you know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? And I, I ended up letting everybody get in front of me. I, I, I wait to the very end. I'm letting everybody. One after people are coming late, I'm letting everybody in. Everybody's like asking me, like, you sure? Like, confused why I'm letting them skip me? They're not yeah. knowing, no one really knowing what I'm about yeah. to, what I'm about to do. You know what I'm saying? My <laughs> wife, she was there with me. She knew what I was gonna do. She's, you know, she's actually getting starting to get a little bit impatient and like, you know. But I'm like, nah. Like, trust, like, I'm gonna do this, you know. And there was a lady that was kind of managing the little meet and greet line that was working for Toby, and she was like, No pictures or no videos, you know what I'm saying? Just pictures, whoop the woo. So I was like, Man, I'm gonna I'm get the rap for him, and I might not even be able to capture the moment, but whatever, I don't even care. Like, as long as I get this opportunity, even if only him and I know it happened, so be it. At least he'll know, you feel me? And you know, and I'll know. So I waited in the line, bruh, to be the very last. I, got, I was so excited and overwhelmed with, uh, with emotion when I got to meet him that I, I was trying to get out, I was trying to explain to him what I just did. I was in mid-sentence, like trying to, hey man, I just waited in line, like let 300 people get in front. I was trying to explain what I just did and I couldn't even get it out. I was so excited, I just started rapping. I just got just instantly, I'm like, bro, I'm finna go against the grain. I try, you know, I just start spitting, bro. And as I'm rapping, I'm in my head, bro. I'm, I'm like, ain't no way I'm finna like. I'm not even thinking about messing up, bro. I'm just, I'm just bars. I just see the lines in my head coming. I'm just, and I and I'm looking at him and his producer. Uh, shout out to Linnell Grant, bro. One of the most fire female producers in the game. Uh, she, uh, they were. I saw the reactions on their face. They were really like embracing. They was really like feeling it. Like it wasn't like they was just faking it. I could feel it. And like I was like, oh, okay, they really liked it. So I'm going. So every bar, I'm like, I try to get, trying to get through my 16. Every bar, I'm just ah. And I, at the end, he embraced. He was like, you know, bro. I felt he was like, what really got me, man, and and, and this moved me so much because up to this point in my life, I don't think I had ever heard somebody say say this to me and like in this way. Uh, but he was like, I felt it in my spirit. I felt that, like, I, in my spirit, like, I, he's real spiritual. This is somebody who's a real spiritual person. Like, when he, him saying this, I, I knew it wasn't just like uh, trying to, you know, fluff to make me feel good or nothing. Like, he's like, nah, bro, I felt it in my spirit. Like, bro, that was fire, fam. Like, fire. And you know, as soon as he told me to, you know, as soon as he gave me that embrace, man, the happy tears start flowing, bro, and it was over with, bro. I was, I was just, you know, what I'm saying, overwhelmed with joy. And like I said, a couple days later, uh, I'm, you know, he's posting a little highlights about Nashville or whatever, and uh, I didn't see him mention anything 
thing about our experience. So I was like, man, maybe I didn't really, you know, kill it like I thought I did. I thought I killed it. You know, he really, you know, he embraced me when I was there and, you know, said I was, but maybe it wasn't, you know, all that or whatever. But anyways, a couple days after that, I'm driving, bro. My homie called me and he's like, bro, like Toby just posted like the video with you rapping for him, bro. And he captioned the words. Like he captioned it, bro. Like I was like, yo, right. Cause all Toby's videos, shout out to Toby, man. And his video guy, all of his videos are captioned. That's his thing. He captions everything so that he can connect with the deaf tribes out there. You feel me? And that's respect. That's why I can, that's why all, all my videos, except for one video that's Napoleon Hill, all my videos are captioned. You know what I'm saying? Prior to this last video I did or whatever for, because of shout out to Toby because of connecting with the deaf tribe. I mean, you know, there's a whole group of people out in the world that you know might not be able to hear music but so you know I gotta think of them and put the captions so anyways he put the captions on the video and, and I watched it bro shake happy tears again blew, blew me away to see you know him taking effort cause he didn't I didn't tell I didn't send him my lyrics you feel me he he went back and listened to that video over and over till he got every lyric I said exactly right like he didn't mess up no lyrics bro of my lyrics that I spit he said it exactly how I said it and all that bro anyways it went viral bro like went crazy like like crazy, uh, I got thousands and thousands of followers like overnight. You know what I'm saying? Once it came out, bro, and I was just so blessed from that whole experience, bro. It, it inspired me on a whole nother level, bro. Like I could talk about that all day, man, and just how much it inspires me, bro. So yeah, shout out to Toby for that love, that genuine love. Shout out to Toby and, and Linnell. That's cool. See, that's a part of Nashville history, man, that's bro. A part that's of Nashville history. His that's, first that's, tour. That's, that's Toby's first. Minute. That was Toby's first tour, and and, and and it was sold out in Nashville. I mean, first ever. And wait till you see what Toby does. Wait till I see where he goes, and then wait till you see what I do in that moment, y'all, man. That was like my brother just said. That was that was real history, bro. Yeah, that's Nashville history. That's forever cemented in Nashville history. I never forget that, man. Shout out to Delisha. Two L's on the cloud, man, for setting that up. Okay, before we get out of here, man, I want to go ahead and wrap up. So, this has been the Culture Forward. Oh, uh, man, this is your boy, Keenan MC, man. It's been a privilege, man, to, to come in here, man, and spend some time with y'all, man. I appreciate you getting to know me a little bit more today, bro. Hey, fam, we appreciate you coming out today. You know what I mean? We had a good experience, man. It's been cool building with you, getting to know you a little more. I appreciate person, you, man. Especially as an artist, man. Thank Tapping you, in with you, see what you got going, what you've been working on. So, we, uh... Once again, tell everybody where they can get that project there. So, yeah, that project, man, it's streaming everywhere, man, on every platform. Anywhere you stream music, all you got to do is simply type in K.I.N.G, King, the MC, MC, like the letters MC. And, uh, yeah, man, you'll find that anywhere, bro, so on good, YouTube. The good, the bad, and the ugly, too. Yo, I got the good, the bad, the ugly, too, the good, the bad, the ugly, one. We got a bunch of visuals out. You know, I got plenty of content, man, to, to, feed, to feed your soul, man, if you... You know what I'm saying? If you're looking for real music, man, tap in with me. And that project, the, um, the EP coming. Oh, yeah. That's going to be in the next Black few. Metaphor. Yes, sir. Something to look forward to. We got that exclusive here today. We're going to make sure we get that. That's a definitely exclusive. We got a Black Metaphor EP coming out of uh, Nashville, man. That's something. That's, that's more history in the making. Oh, man, that's a blessing. I look forward to, to bringing that to the table for y'all, man. You know, like I told you, bro, I'm going to give you that sneak preview way before the streets see it, bro. Hey, Leave that. Say this. We got that on record, man. We're going to go ahead and close out on that note, man. Once again, fam, I appreciate you. I appreciate you, man. Shout out to Ford Culture, man, and everything they're doing for our culture, man. Let's get it. Yee-yee. Yeah, we out of here.